0: Hey there, it's Bashdy Sarah. Welcome back to the Post Blog Podcast. If this is your first time listening, hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog Podcast. Remember, if you don't hit the subscribe button, you won't know when new episodes drop on all platforms. So if you want to stay connected, just subscribe. And for those of you who have been following along, thank you. Thank you for being a part of this journey and for being supportive. It means the world. There's this story. There's this story of a woman who had a spinal surgery and for 80 years of her life, she refused to ask for help. Whenever someone would see her struggling, carrying in a box, they would say, hey, do you need some help, ma'am? No. She would respond. And that's the same for every other thing in life. Whether it be to carry in her groceries or walk her to her car or open her door, she would simply say no. She didn't want help. She didn't want assistance. She wanted to do it herself. Now, there comes a day where this lady, she's at a grocery store and she has quite a bit of groceries to take back to her car. So the supermarket girl asks her, ma'am, do you need some help with those groceries? The little old lady responded and said, No, I got it. As much as she tried to lift the groceries and load them to her car, she just couldn't. And that particular day, she realized she was in trouble. The supermarket girl saw what was happening and she went to her again and said, Ma'am, let me just help you. So the lady responded with, Honestly, I'd really love some help. In that moment, she felt a sense of liberation because for the first time in her life, in her 80 years of life, had she agreed to someone helping her. Instead of feeling like a failure, she felt liberation. And as old as she was, the supermarket young girl became her teacher. She understood that day the importance and strength in asking for help. I say that story to say many of us We struggle to ask for help. We don't like to ask for help. And when I say we, I mean I don't like to ask for help. We like to pretend like we can conquer the world and do it all by ourselves. You may not realize this, but you probably have a theme song in your head going, who run the world? Me. You run the world. I run the world. And I'm not talking about the big grand world. I'm talking about the world that you are currently influencing the world that currently encompasses your day-to-day life. If you're like me, you like to think that you're independent. That it's simply a matter of oh, I I I just have a lot of confidence in who I am. I'm just independent. I know who I am and I'm I'm a go-getter. My oldest brother and I got to talking about the difference between pride and confidence and independence versus confidence. And in our conversation, my brother told me, Vashti, you know, a lot of times pride can deceivingly look like independence. In other words, the root of independence is oftentimes pride. Because here's the thing, independence defined is freedom from outside control or support. Independence says, I got this. I can do it on my own. Don't worry about anything. I'm in charge. I'll figure it out. Confidence, on the other hand, if you look at the definition for confidence, it is assurance and certainty in one's belief coupled with firm trust in the ability to rely on others when needed. So independence and confidence are not the same. They look a lot alike, but they're not the same. Independence has a root foundation of pride. It focuses on me. It focuses inward. While confidence focuses outward, it says, I am not my own. Rather, I am hand in hand with you. A lot of times we feel as if we're confident when in actuality, we're simply portraying an attitude of independence that stems from pride. We walk around pretending as if our lives are perfect, like we have it all together, as if we're just it. And you can be it, don't get me wrong. I'm a big believer in just being your best you. But if being your best you is a false version of who you are, then you really aren't you. You're someone else. Growing up, I was always the type to want to get things done on my own. And a lot of it has to do with I like to figure things out. And I still am the exact same way. Jared, my husband, tells me all the time, you enjoy problem solving, but so much so that you won't ask for help. And a lot of the times, the reason why I don't ask for help is because I don't want to seem like a failure. I need to do it by myself. I need to figure it out by myself so that I can tap myself on the back and say, see, look what I did. So independence is inward. It's focused on self. It's not focused on using your abilities and coupling that with someone else's to get the job done. Rather, it's self-gratification and viewing life inward focused. If you read my blog, you know that in the early weeks of marriage, I realized how greatly I depend on self. I depend on myself to do a lot of things and I won't ask for help. I'd much rather struggle for days on end trying to figure something out than to ask anyone for help. In marriage, that doesn't work because you have someone that you're living with. You have someone that sees you day to day, that hears your thoughts, that sees your frustration. Naturally so, when Jared sees me frustrated and I can't figure something out, he'll ask me, how can I help you? And my response is always, oh, I can figure it out myself. Oh, don't worry about it. I can do it myself. And we've gotten into quite a bit of conflict there because I feel like I failed if I asked for help. And Jared, on the other hand, built to help feels like he's not doing enough because I won't give him the opportunity to help me. And I've realized how much my persona, my character that I'm trying to portray, that I'm so independent, I have it all together, is merely a facade, is merely an imagery so the world can think, Oh, Vashti has her life together. Oh, Vashti's so independent. Yeah, go Vashti. When in actuality, I am so weak. I'm so weak inside because I refuse to ask for help. And why is the lack of asking for help weakness? It's because you'd much rather suffer through pain than to find liberation. And the world views it the other way. Asking for help is weakness. It's giving up and saying, someone else figure it out. That's not it at all. Asking for help is a sign of strength. It's saying, I can't figure it out. I will acknowledge the fact that I don't have the skill set to get these things done or to figure this issue out. So I'm going to couple with someone else. I'm going to link arm in arm with someone and we will move forward to find results. We will move forward to resolve this. We will move forward to find answers. The crazy part is the Bible talks about this. In Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 through 12 is the whole idea of ask, seek, and knock. Now, I'm not trying to be super spiritual here, but the beginning letters of ask, seek, and knock spell out ask. Asking is important. Asking is not a sign of weakness. Asking is not begging and relying and being dependent. Rather, asking is confidence, knowing who you are, knowing your abilities, and the willingness to admit when you cannot do it, and humility to grasp on to someone else in seeking for help in seeking for what they can offer. Not advantageous, but rather utilizing what God has given you. If God wanted to create the earth with just one person, he would have done that. But God told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. The reason why there are so many people in this world is because we need each other. We can't do life alone. Hence why so many of us crave love. We desire that, that connectedness with someone else. That connectedness is not a matter of lust and sexual desire, but it, it's a matter of needing that companionship. And companionship is help. So Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through 12, Ask, seek, and knock. Stays. ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will open to you. For everyone who asks, receive, and the one who seeks, finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to To those who ask of him. And so, everything you do, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. Now, a lot of these verses tie into salvation, but it also has a lot to do with having that character that's willing to submit. The basis of those verses, the whole idea of ask, seek, and knock, is the attitude of humility. And humility is the opposite of pride. If we don't begin to humble ourselves, admit when we need help, admit when we fail, we will never, ever succeed. We will continue to struggle and we will continue to do life hard. Life is meant to be done with each other. Life is meant to be done with people. In doing life right, you have to ask for help. Strength is found in asking. Weakness is found in the attitude of doing it myself. If you struggle with asking for help, I challenge you today to ask someone, just one person, ask them to help you with one thing. Ask someone for help. You're not meant to do life alone. Asking for help is not a matter of dependence, rather, it's a matter of strength and it's a matter of confidence. If you ask someone for help today, send me a message and let me know Vashti, I did what you said. I asked for help. All it takes is humility. That's it for today, guys. I hope you all enjoyed today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, share, hit all the buttons to stay connected with the post-blog podcast. As always, same time, same place next week. I love y'all, but remember, God loves you most.